We're here with million dollar online fitness business owner Brad today. And we just thought we'd uh, interview him and ask a few questions about how he's going in his uh, business and effectively how he got there. Yeah, so Brad, like, before I might start, like, how did you get into, you know, owning an online fitness business? Where were you before you started? Oh, well, I've been in the industry for closing in on, on 10 years now. So typical sort of PT, the commercial gym set up to start with. So yeah, I was basically started off with me doing a, like I was doing a sports science degree and I was going to do PE teaching and then I was, I was playing footy and had a couple of shoulder recos and uh, ended up sort of giving that away and then went to the gym and was sort of going to do that part-time while I was finishing the the degree and then, yeah, sort of just fell in love with it, you know, pretty quickly and um, things are going well. And then I ended up sort of just finishing the, the degree in the first year while working and, you know, it was sort of going to be part-time hours and, you know, things just grew really quickly and I was like, fuck, this is all right. This is good. You know, starting to earn decent money for, you know, 18, 19-year-old. And then, yeah, just like I just really loved it and things grew really quickly and then, you know, I, I just put the uh, the teaching was like just on the back burner and just started to you know really learn heaps as much as I could about the training side and was just really in love with all of that. And then started to get into more of the business side of things. I, I did the Breakfast Club program with Hayden Wilson, so that was the first uh, I guess kind of higher type level um, coaching you know program that I've done as far as business development and. And that was awesome, like just getting around, you know, good people with similar mindsets started to open up, you know, my, the possibilities of, you know, where things can go and what other people are doing. And then, yeah, started to bring on other trainers in the gym and things are going really well. Like you built that up. So over the last, you know, eight years, that, that's what I was doing. And I think probably, you know, as far as, you know, trainers are with me and the people were servicing probably the, you know, the top few in Australia and commercial gyms. And had some help from some other coaching programs and, and Shane, who who now does the uh, the stuff with you guys as well. So it's a small world. And then yeah, COVID sort of hit, and it was like, fuck! I've been spending eight years building this uh, this business up, and uh, yeah, just obviously put the brakes on everything. Um, and yeah, lucky enough that we'd done some work together, Andrew. Like you know, six months sort of before COVID, where it was a, a different business that, that was sort of on the side, and you know, I guess a bit of a side hustle type thing, and. That was going okay, but then yeah, when sort of COVID hit, it was like, hey, we got to, you know, look for some more opportunities here, and let's let's see what what was possible. So, yeah, it was just really funny timing how it worked out. You know, there's already some knowledge and the the connections and relationships to be able to say, all right, let's you know, let's put something together now that you know I really believe in and and see what we can do. And and then yeah, that was what 18 months ago we we launched the Strong Woman Project program with one of my coaches was sort of heading that and. Same thing that was sort of going okay. We're more targeted in the states, and then I was kind of like, all right, what, what do I really want to do? You know, I can see a lot of potential with this, and it was it was more going to be working with guys. So it was just over twelve months ago now that we launched with with men in in Oz, and then yeah, things have just been pretty pretty much nuts since then. Like it's that's 95 percent of the business now is online. Like I still work with some some clients in person at the gym. Um, and have a couple of trainers working with me at, at the gym there. But yeah, this is like, you know, 95% of the business and yeah, I'm loving it. It's been definitely a change up and some things to adapt to, but a lot of really new, exciting challenges that I've really enjoyed. It's been so enjoyable, you know, like we've been working together for some time, watching your journey and how you move forward. And 
that one of the things that I just do naturally is I love assessing people and why people are successful. And for me, I just look at, you know, you just listed off like all these coaching programs that you've done, all these people that you've worked with. Do you put down a lot of your success to the fact that you've just been working with mentors effectively since you were like, what, since you were 19? Yeah, I think so, definitely. I mean, I was thinking about it the other day, just, you know, it's funny how things kind of built up. I mean, I was just really obsessed with like the training and nutrition side of things and, you know, that's all I would I would do. I just I just loved it. So I was just learning as much as I could about all that stuff. And and then, you know, slowly things started to slowly shift over to a little bit more of the, you know, the business side of things. And, you know, each program I've gone through, the the ability to open up what's sort of possible and you know what I can do and break through some probably subconscious kind of limiting beliefs has come about. And yeah, just learning, learning all the time. And yeah, it's funny. I mean, you know, I wouldn't have if you asked me when I did the first coaching program, I was kind of in the mindset of, hey, I like, I really like training people. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be a business owner, but I'm doing that because I want to be able to train as many people as I can and, you know, and do that. But, you know, it's funny how things change and you get new challenges and then, you know, different things sort of excite you. And that's sort of what I try to let lead me, you know, what, what excites me at, at the time and what gives me, yeah, that, that sort of excitement is something that I try to pursue. And that's what I feel like sort of. I guess passion sort of is to me as well. Brad, you know, I've got a compliment to pay you because I've, I've kind of made a similar observation to G. I mean, I haven't worked with you as long as G has, but when you started coming to me for some sales stuff, what I observed is that you really, I mean, it sounds like a negative word, but it's not. You were one of the more demanding people where you'd be like, I need this. And I was like, okay, I'll give you that. You go and do it. And then you'd be like, what's next? And I was like, okay, do this. And you'd be like, you yeah. do it. What's next? And I was like, all right. So, and the thing is, whenever I spoke to you, you either came back saying it worked or it didn't, but you were so hungry to gain the next piece of knowledge and implement it. And I know obviously these days, that's the way that you seem to run your business is whether you're speaking to G or somebody else, you know, you seem to really take like information and soak it up like a sponge and then implement very, very quickly, which is great. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's funny. I think that like the way I like to look at it is you've almost, you know, I feel like you're very similar to myself in a lot of ways. I think you have a, quite an obsessive personality you're very driven in one aspect or like multiple aspects but when you want to know something you get it done and as ap said it's like you know when you want something you're just the person who continuously keeps on asking for help Mm. and you keep on asking for help and you know every single you know endeavor you get there faster than other people now i look at our program um systems by design and you obviously have some people who are at the very top of the class which obviously includes you and you have some people who are slower starters and it's like, you know, the things that you do, that obsessive personality, the fact that you're constantly asking questions, the fact that you're determined, you know, you're fearless in your approach, you're willing to spend money and invest money to make more money is a big part of, you know, you know all those things make you successful. You know, what else, AP? Any, what, were the, what were the other characteristics of... They're funny characteristics, aren't they, with, uh, you know, obviously uh, if you don't have a way to channel uh, that type of personality, it, it can kind of go bad as well, uh, right? So, no, having, uh, you what know. What I'd say, Brad, is you're not apologetic. So, basically, you've, you've paid for help. You're going to ask for that help. And when you get given the help, you're not necessarily going to take it blindly. You're going to question it to make sure that you understand, and then you go and implement. And I find that... People that do tend to struggle, whether it's with us or anybody else, one of the things that happens is they join and it's almost like they feel guilty every time they've got a problem, you know, which this is the thing about mentorship is like you're basically paying to get 
help, to get systems, to get advice, to get coaching. And when something doesn't work, that's exactly what coaching's for. And I've always found that, you know, you, you know, you just don't have any qualms about coming forward and saying, hey, AP, hey, AG, give me the good stuff. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. That's funny because some of the uh, like courses that I've done, probably gotten slightly better now, but especially when I'm, some of the first few things I've done, like I was the most annoying. Moment. <laughs> I was like just asking questions about everything and like just questioning like questioning stuff. Like one of my really good mates uh, now, he, he, you know, been through a couple of those courses with me, he didn't really know me at the time and yeah, it's funny when we talk about. It. He's like, "What? Who is this guy? He won't. He won't shut up. Like he just keeps asking questions and uh, and questioning things." So, uh, I think uh, I think it's, it's it's a good thing, but uh, I think at the times uh, for it as as well. So uh, <laughs> it's probably a little bit better than it was. But um, I think yeah, it's, it's funny you guys uh, you guys said that. Yeah, think about it. School, right? The kids that do the best are always the teachers' pets that ask all the questions up in front of the class, right? And I think in a lot of ways. That's what you've got to do is, you know, you have to basically follow that sort of process. And typically, you know, there's a big difference between people that ask a lot of questions who don't implement versus those who ask a lot of questions and do. And that's the thing is, is a fine line, but you definitely understand the right side of it. And so it's, you know, it is definitely a major compliment. And I think people that are watching, listening, whatever, they need to be really aware of, you know, of, of following that same process. It's a sort of question that you ask as well. Like a lot of the times you ask a question, I'll be like, that's a fucking good question. I need to go think about that and figure out the answer. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like I think like one of the big things about mentorship, like, you know, even, you know, during this time while I mentor you, like as a mentor, you learn something off people. And because of the great, the, you know, the rate that you've been growing, it's this constant like as mentorship grows, there's a certain element of like collaboration as well in terms of the fact that, hey, there's constantly new things that, you know, we're learning and we're pushing our businesses and growing the, you know, growing everything together. Yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 it, right? It's just, I guess, in your own business when, you know, you, you're bringing people on that are helping, you know, grow the business and coach and all that type of stuff. It's collaborative and then, you know, you guys get even more access to that with, you know, working with a bunch of coaches that are, that are doing the similar things as well. What, what do you think, like, what are, like, the important aspects in terms of the stuff that, you've learned what do you think it is like you know what are the skills that you've learned working with us effectively well it's definitely got to be more with the with the sales and the marketing side you know obviously running a business and you know doing that at a, a you know higher type level for working at a commercial gym there's stuff that i picked up and learned doing in other programs but just to be able to do that stuff you know to a higher level and and implement it you know in the online space like i think that that's definitely where you know the most the most value has been for me specifically yeah like being able to you know set up the set up the funnel know how to you know have a tap of leads that are coming in and then you know even the, the differences and the nuances with the sales side to be able to effectively you know do that as well i think they've been the biggest specific you know markers of, of help I, can I ask this, Brad? Like, you were very fortunate in your transition because you went online, you know, as you said, not that long before COVID started. So that's very, very lucky. And, and you're in Victoria, which has been basically the most challenging state in Australia for that. As someone who already had a successful business, like, what gave you that, I guess, drive to want to even go online in the first place? Yeah, no, that's that's a good question. I, well, mate, man, one of the biggest things is like we were stuck. We couldn't fucking work. I was like, you know, what the hell? What the hell do I do? Like, you know, I'm not someone that would. Like you said, if I don't have something to focus on as well, like I think some of the personality traits that, you know, I can take risks and I can, 
you know, I'm not too fussed about what happens. Like I'm willing to have a crack at whatever I'm doing and, you know, without having some positive stuff to focus on in that regard. And when we're in lockdown, you know, it's a, it's a recipe for us. So that kind of was really willing me to, to give it a crack and see where things grew. But to be honest, the, the biggest thing, uh, because there's this element of like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm used to working with people in person. I'm used to being like active and like with people. And, and I like that element. And th- there's that one side of me that was kind of like, hey, do I want to be like spending a lot of my time in front of a computer and like in a more sedentary job? And, and that's something that kind of repelled me previously from jumping into it. I mean, you know, even going through some of that stuff with AG, I remember having conversations with him, you know, when, when we had the prior program before COVID and I was like, look, I want this to be a side thing. You know, I, I, I really enjoy being in the gym and working with people, but the biggest thing that got me over the line with, you know, with it is just the challenges that come along, right? It's just like open up a whole new world of like the marketing and sales challenges and then working with people. Like now I'm, I'm you know, I'm employed, we're employing over 20, 20 staff or 25 staff. It's, it's amazing to be able to work with people in and yeah, just learn a whole bunch of stuff to to a new level. So that that's sort of what really excites me, and you know that's still what excites me the most at the moment. There's so much to to learn and, and improve on. You've really you've really become a CEO of an organization. You've kind of transformed from you know being a personal trainer, being a business owner, and now you've actually got an organization. One of one of the things that I really love about your story, and you know, I was I think it's like nearly two years ago that we started working together was the first thing you tried wasn't actually too much of a success. It was bariatrics, wasn't it? Yeah, well, the first two things weren't really that much of a success. The bariatrics, yeah, that yeah. was the, the side thing that, you know, was looking back. I mean, I was waking up at like 3, 4 in the morning and speaking <laughs> to these ladies in the US and like just having no luck at all, you know, on with with, with the sales side of it because, you know, in hindsight, the, the niche of the market wasn't wasn't great. And, you know, there's probably a few other factors of some of the, you know, the, the niching with the marketing, working with ladies in the US, like, the ladies have had bariatric surgeries are, you know, mostly being funded by the government over there and they don't have, you know, they don't have money. And, you know, it's, it's, it was tough. Like, you know, that was like months of like of doing that. And, um, you know, I didn't know. They're they're pre-qualified not to work. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And I mean, we, we went okay with that. You know, it was, it was sort of building and it could have been, you know, successful on, on a lowest, you know, scale, I think still, but compared to, yeah, I guess I didn't know too much better i mean obviously was getting advice you know from you through that but it still was sort of something that was on the side so yeah that was interesting and then and then we launched our like strong woman program in the states as well which which same again was sort of going okay but uh, yeah like i guess i wasn't as involved with that as you know i am now where it's kind of just been like hey this is like where all my attention and focus is gonna is gonna go to well the, the thing for me was you suddenly went from these things that weren't really you you know you're talking about bariatrics that's something passionate you wanted to help people with but, you know, as I kind of said before, like people going through bariatric surgery, they're sometimes so overweight, often they don't work, they're pre-qualifying perhaps not to work. When we're talking about the Strong Woman Project, that was kind of one of your staff members who was really taking control of that. But then, you know, you developed your own program. What is it? The Strong Life, isn't it? Strong Life Project, yeah. Oh, Strong Life Project, yeah. yeah. And that was, you know, it'd be great to, you know, for you to explain a little bit more about, you know, why, you know what that business actually is, like what your mission is and values and so forth. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, it was sort of the transition from being like, hey, I, I just want to sort of, you know, build something up and then, you know, let someone else that has a real passion in that to be able to run that and, you know, do the fulfillment side and, you know, I'll, I'll do the sales and the marketing and go back to working with people in person and then that shift from, hey, on this is something I'm really passionate about and, you know, relating to guys in this space. So, 
Yeah, look, I mean, there's a there's a few things that uh, as far as like our values and things go. I mean, some of it I think always needs to stem from your you know core values as a person. For and for me, those things are you know are, are caring for people and and relationships is like a really big one for for me. And then you know work working hard, hard work. You know that's that's something that's always a, a high value of mine. And and uh, and just having courage as well. So you know it's something that obviously stems from from the top. But you know our, our coaches the. The people that are involved in the business need to have that, and then the guys that come into the program, you know, these values I think are, are really helpful for them too. And and the, the real thing with the with the program, like it's it's our aim is to you know have the best the best high ticket online program for guys in you know in Oz at least to start with. And it's about the the values of it. You know, it, we want it to be something that's that's going to work really well, but we want it to be built for for our guys so that it's something that they actually want to be able to stick with and, and enjoy. So you know, it's not about never having a beer again you know it's about working out that that lifestyle change for them and implementing things so that it's something that they enjoy enough they want to actually stick with for the long term so yeah that's something that um resonates a lot with me too well this is this is just the thing this is like you know the reason i asked that question is that's authentically you you know and you know you kind of went this direction of things that weren't necessarily quite what you were doing and then you know then you really focused on your brand and when you had the brand that was authentic it became really easy and when we, you know, dissect, you know, success and it's like the people who are slow and the people who are performing really well, it does come down to one big factor, which is brand. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll throw in there as well. There's a huge amount of tenacity that's required sometimes as well because when you're finding that brand, some people can't handle that pressure and some people can. And, I mean, you're now on your third niche, right? And this is the one that's definitely performed the best, Right. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's it. I mean, it's definitely the one that I'm most that I'm most passionate about. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes a real type of person to actually find a niche and say, "Hey, I think this is the one," and then find out that perhaps it's not. And then also, you've got to have the courage to say, "Look, it's going okay, but I think another one could go better." And so that's that's something that you've definitely been able to implement as well. Obviously, dealing with G and kind of thinking about this from a, I guess, like a, um, a higher level, you've been able to make those tactical decisions that's got you to where you are. Mm. yeah yeah that's it and you know it's yeah it's it's funny like the, the things that happen and then you know you learn from these other things that have happened and mm. you know it, it sets you up to be even more grateful for sort of the situation at the moment but yeah I, I think the big thing is probably just that the difference is that this is this is something that yeah i am i am a lot more passionate about and yeah you know that i know i'm going to be in in all the areas with for a long time it's, it's not something that i'm going to be setting up and someone else runs and you know i'm sort of planning to set up and, and not be a part of as much where you know this is something like you know i, I really want to make this the best program that's out there and yeah. you know help us yeah so and, and man it's it's the uh there's so many other positives now as well right i mean we're, we're, we're you know we've got full-time roles for these coaches so we're providing opportunities for for trainers and you know jobs that aren't out there like there's no <laughs> there's no jobs for trainers you know to, to be able to do this type of thing and not have to worry about the sales and the marketing and just be able to coach guys and coach people so you know that's something that i'm really passionate about as well so it's kind of funny how i've been able to combine these other passions and you know with, with this business now too it's 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 been great how are the numbers in the business at the moment i mean like how, how are things going i mean like how, roughly how many sales do you make a week and what's your weekly or monthly revenue how many staff do you have i'm curious about some of those things yeah yeah well things that things have just been sort of consistently consistently growing like we've gone through some like really heavy growth periods and then we've tried to sort of capitalize on that take some more profit and and then you know kind of go again with it's funny how the small changes when things get bigger can make really big differences yeah. but yeah we're, we're we're making we're making 40 
about average about 40 sales a week now. Our program's a 2K, 2K program. There's two, 2K and a 2.5K price point. So we're doing, we did our best month last month. So we did what over, over 200K of, of revenue last month. It's amazing, man. Yeah. So things are, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy to, uh, to, <laughs> to really think about, uh, as well, you know, how, how fast things have grown and how quick, uh, you know, things have come on. So you can't, yeah, you, like, can't, you, can't you can't blink, you know, yeah. even, for, even for us. Like, I think we, we started probably two years before you did and we've been working for two years, four years. And it's kind of like, it feels like just yesterday that I was filming videos for my seven day challenge in my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I mean, things are growing so quick and, you know, I mean, especially with the lockdown, you haven't seen a lot of people and, um, you know, just it, it's interesting, right? I mean, the way that things work, like the the way that the the online business works with the with the ads and with the sales and everything, like it's quite interesting as well. So, it's not bragging when you're telling people things, but you know, when I have a conversation, someone else is interested, and then you know, hey, you know, we you know we're spending like 12 k a week on Facebook ads, and like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's interesting how it all works, and um, yeah, I mean, even conversations with uh, when we hit that five hundred k mark you know, six months ago, whatever it was as well. Like my mum come, comes over and she's like, Hey, like, what's this? And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, this is what we've done. And you know, th- things like that. And she's just like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, what are you doing? And uh, it's like, yeah. So stuff like that. It's, you know, it's, it's fun as well. It's, it's funny. Like, you know, do you, do you ever feel satisfied? Like, do you feel like I'm, I'm interested? Like, do you, what drives someone, you know, in your position to just keep on going? Do you feel satisfied with where you're currently at or do you want to go and keep going again? Yeah, man, I think it's really important to, you know, be happy with where you are and be grateful for the situation that, that you're in. And, you know, yeah. it's not, it's challenging at times with where we're at right now. Like, you know, we've got to, at this moment, we can't do a lot of the things that uh, we enjoy. But I, it's always something that's important to me to try and be really grateful for you know, where I am in the situation, no matter what. So, but then there's always that, you know, want to do more, want to improve, want to learn. And, you know, that that's the stuff that's kind of really driving me. And yeah, it's, you know, I know that we can still, we're going into uncharted waters now with our program and, you know, with what we're doing in Australia with guys. So that's exciting as well that, you know, that there's things that we can do now that no one else, you know, is or, or can do. And that stuff's really great for me. You know, I, I really enjoy that side of it. And yeah, there's just so many different aspects into the business that, you know, get me get me excited, and then I know we want to improve on, and you know that that's really what sets it up for for more growth as well. I mean, you know, there's there's always the the nice side of it from the financial you know side when things are when things are going getting bigger. But I think there's even more joy for me around knowing that hey, like we can give even more opportunity to coaches. You know, we can help we can help even more guys. Like th- those are the things that you know get me sort of up and about and excited. Well, on that point, this is this is the sort of stuff I love getting into because it's very much part of that sales conversation, right? But You've already achieved success. And so it's hap- it's really important, as you said, to be satisfied in the moment to make sure that you're not always living for tomorrow. But what is it that you are actually working towards? Like what is it that's driving you for the next bit, two, three, five, ten years? What, what's what's on your goal list? Yeah, well, that, that's it, man. It's about making this program, you know, the best we can. It's about, you know, m- making improvements as we go. And and for me to be able to grow as a person the best that I can and that's that's the biggest you know driver for me i think like i mentioned before about some of those values that like the one i really didn't mention that's right up there as well is just that that personal growth so you know for me it's always uh, i always try to make it about the person i am as much as i can rather than you know the things that i have so that that's the real driver for me and you know the, the result in that is going to be that our program you know grows it gets it gets better it's hopefully that you know the best program 
that, that's out there and, and gives the opportunity for you know thousands and thousands of guys to change their lives and and you know and do better and, and whether that takes a business you know whether it grows uh, it goes to the moon or you know it, it grows it grows a little bit more and then you know we're able to achieve those things we'll just see where that you know that takes us but i'm sort of just trying to focus on the things that i'm excited on and you know the personal growth aspect of it more than anything else yeah you've you're very much you know one of the transitions that i've loved watching is you very much become a ceo right you know it started off like you know you were doing everything it's like you're doing all the sales calls you were you know helping out and doing the coaching you were you know literally being you know a va messaging people but you know like what's you know i want to know like what tasks do you do in your business at the moment and what tasks have you actually closed doors on yeah yeah so i i guess one of the, the good decisions we were able to make at the start was for me for me not to be doing any of the fulfillment like side of things so i help our, our coaches so our, our two head coaches like tim and adam have done like an amazing job of setting things up with that sort of from the start and and building our coaching team so for those guys to be able to look after that department and you know i'll have some input and collaboration so with with them but that's been amazing because you know i, I know that i can trust these guys to, to build the team and to, to really look after that side of things and you know this collaboration there's input from me that that's there but that, you know, I know that this side of things can be can be looked after, and you know, there's a lot of you know time that goes into that. So, so that's something that I, you know, pretty much was was out of right at the start, as far as you know, actually in person coaching with those guys. And you know, I've I've been doing it long enough that obviously I've had that experience and that that's already there. And then the sales, so yeah, like obviously I was doing all the sales at the start. So now we've we've got a team. We've got uh, two other guys that are full time, Jake and Francis, who who are doing a really great job and obviously been a massive part of you know the growth and and seeing all of that. So I'm still doing quite a bit of of sales. So something that looking to sort of decrease as I go. I mean, at the point in time now where you know we're in lockdown and stuff, it's it's uh, you know I get some good in, in enjoyment out of that and and speaking to these guys and getting them started and it gives me a bit more of a, an insight into some other stuff within the the business business and the marketing too um and then you know I'm, I'm i'm running the i'm running the ads i'm running the marketing side which is um you know it, it's 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 not obviously it's not too it's not too time consuming which which is good but it's probably one of those things that you know it's really hard to outsource like we've had attempts of outsourcing that to other companies and businesses but you know when you're like as you know andrew when, when you're on it and you know your, your market and you know you've, you've got abilities to you know make adjustments you know more daily as, as needed it's just kind of really hard to to compete with that. So yeah, for me now, it's like I'm, I'm doing you know more sales, and I'll probably end up doing as you know we kind of come out of lockdown. I'm running the, the advertising department and, and the marketing, you know, which which isn't too time consuming. It's a few few hours a week, and then just managing managing the team. So I've got a question about sort of some some of your current struggles, right? So when I five years ago, six years ago, I'm a PT. I'm listening to podcasts or sessions just like this. And I'm thinking. I wonder what Brad's life is like, you know what I mean? It must all be perfect. Now, obviously, we know that that's not true. You grow, you know, and become more successful. You find that there's always challenges. So I'm really curious, like, what is the biggest challenge in your business that you're currently dealing with at this very moment? It's probably within the, the sales side of with me, you know, still doing a majority of that and, and the business is still reliant on that. So, um, we, which isn't a problem right now, but, you know, I, I know that we, need, we we want to and need to get to a position where it's not as reliant on me from, from that side of the business. Um, yeah. So that's that's probably the biggest one kind of right now, you know, helping the team to improve in that department and and sort of being less reliant on me in the, in the sales side. 
but yeah, there, I mean, there's, there's a lot of other challenges that, um, that, you know, come up through the way with, you know, beliefs around things. And, you know, I think trainers are generally quite people pleasing, you know, don't like to sort of let people down. So, you know, being able to overcome some of those things and, you know, be able to have difficult conversations with people and, you know, make the decisions that are right for, you know, for, for the business going forwards as well is uh, is probably where some other challenges, you know, lie and uh, things for me to continue to overcome. I mean, so challenges come up every single day. And you know, I mean, that's why a lot of things yeah. you know, that gets me off. It's like I mean, Facebook yesterday just decided to crash on us, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's problem solving. I think that's it. It's just like, well, you know, Facebook crash. How are you going to ensure that we still make money today and that our sales people are busy? Um, and, you know, I think that's one of the things like a lot of people will get really stressed about these sort of things. Oh, Facebook's went down, you know, fucked, screwed. Like, what are we going to do? But it's also that ability to be able to go, you know what, this actually isn't such a big problem. And, you know, I suppose for me, the thing that, you know, I feel really good about it, and one of the reasons I don't get stressed is because I just have a lot of confidence that, hey, that doesn't matter. We can always fix it the next day and we can always improve. No, you know, on that, G, I mean, I observe so many people getting started who they get so stressed out by problems because they don't really know how to really isolate the problem and identify it and solve it. Now, you know, you said problem solving, but a skill that you have and Brad, I know you have as well, is it's actually being able to identify the right problem. And then once you do that, you can kind of get rid of the noise surrounding that and really zero in on that problem and, and find the solution. And, you know, it's that whole dashboarding thing. You know, when someone's funnel isn't working, you don't want to just be sort of like, well, I'm not getting leads. I'm, I'm screwed. It's like, you want to know where exactly in the funnel the problem lies, and then you can start working on the solution. So I think that's the other real skill that people need to have is they can minimize the problems by actually kind of narrowing them down. Yeah, and I mean that—that's like obviously I'm you know, I'm getting better and better at identifying different problems, especially you know with the, the sales and the marketing. But that's what also gives me because you know it, it, it is right. There's challenges, things that come up, and it can be easy to get like super stressed out about you yeah. know shit that's going on, and it's always a challenge. But you know, I think the biggest thing you don't want to be stressing about things that you know are out of your control, and you know of what can happen. And yeah, the the, the one of the best things is you know when I get to continue obviously continue to work with you guys you know now is that you know i know that if it's something that i'm not quite sure about or i can't identify the problem you guys can help me to identify what that problem is so it does help take a lot of stress off that i know if hey if something breaks down or, or i can't quite identify the problem i've got some extra help to be able to say hey like look i think yeah i agree like this is what it is or hey do you think it could be this and then you know we can zone in on what it is and then we can fix it and you know it takes away the takes away the stress of it as well because, you know, there's no point worrying about things that, uh, you know, could happen or, or are going to happen. So identifying the biggest lever of leverage. And sometimes, you know, you can't actually visualise what that is. And AP, I suppose that's, you know, why we see our own mentors, you know, why we have Charlie because, you know, you have a set of problems that, you know, you can't, put, you, you can't see in that moment in time. You may not realise what it is. But for us, you know, we need the exact same process. And I'm sure that never, ever ends in business. No, and I think also it's really valuable having an outsider's opinion who's far less emotionally attached mm -hmm. to the day-to-day -day running because you make sometimes decisions in your business or analysis based on a position of fear. What if I lose this? And so you can have somebody who can come in and say, you know, it's like when one of your friends, you know, keeps on complaining about their relationship, but you can't give them the advice. You know, I think in a case like that, I mean, 
you know, in, in business is like exactly the opposite because you have to be willing to take advice from someone who you trust, whose opinion, you know, is valid because of their own experience in that same place, you know? Yeah, 100%. I mean, getting the, having the confidence to be able to, you know, w- work with you guys and know that you're doing it as well. It's just, you know, it's so, uh, it's so reassuring, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, it, even now, like, you know, it's, it's reassuring now and like, you know, getting started and going through all of that, you know, it's, it's silly not to have that uh, that help when it's there. Like, you know, I mean, if you guys are doing it, you're doing it, you've done it. It just makes things like so much easier. Yeah. I mean, I think like there's a lot of things that we could delve into, but, you know, I think for a first time having you on, Brad, it's been great. And I would definitely like to have you on sometime further down the line to kind of get a bit of an update on what you've been able to achieve in the upcoming months. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. I, I appreciate it. Good chat. And uh, yeah, I'd be keen to uh, jump on with you guys again soon, a bit of an update and yeah, we can we can talk about some uh, some other stuff, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully the situation in the uh, in the world and the, the country is uh, is slightly different as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, I mean, for anyone watching, I hope hope they've been really inspired, kind of just listening to the way that you've kind of achieved things in a short period of time, and the way that you approach business and life. And you can tell just from some of the questions and the way that you've answered them, your mindset is very very dialed in. It's so important. You know, you've got the determination, the intelligence, the tenacity the drive, it's all there. And so that's kind of, it all does kind of start up here if you're going to be successful and then you kind of have that foundation to go from, uh, go from there. No, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Okay. Thanks, Brad. Catch you later. Thanks, guys. Cool.